Hello, everybody. It is mainly making money. Sorry about a little bit of a late release this week, but uh, I was busy gallivanting in Chicago. Uh, <laughs> you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. It was, uh, it was a great time. Uh, saw a couple uh, Michigan basketball players. I had no idea who they were. I'm just like in the crowd and there's these hundred foot tall guys that start you know, working their way through the crowd and no one's really saying anything. And then these two kids in front of us start losing it. They're like, yo, come here, come here. I'm going to even have to look up the names. I forget. I texted my buddy it, but so the one guy comes over and takes a picture and the other one kind of shot off. And then they're like, yo, get Jace back over here, get Jace back over him. And, and to that kid, kid's credit, he turned around, even though he was already passed and came all the way back to take. No pictures. way. Yeah. And then I go up to him. I was like, who is that? They're like, uh, that was Jace Howard. It's Juwan Howard's son, I guess. Oh, his son, yeah. And then the other one was, uh, is there like a Hitchcock or something? Or I don't know Michigan's roster. I I have no idea, but uh, I think he, I, I had heard of him before when I heard his name here. Let's let's look real quick. Uh, Hunter Dickinson. Oh, I have heard that name before. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was interesting. Okay. But anyways, how are you, friend? I'm doing well, you know. Been uh, been grinding the, the MOB lately. Trying to keep up with all the fucking hot stove bullshit going on with the trade deadline. I about blew my mind. It's been a wild week, bro. It was a wild two days in between thir- uh, Tuesday and Sunday. And it... You know, I'm ready to unpack it all. I've digested it all. I've, you know, I had some hot takes at first that I'm now, you know, I'm okay with, but uh, I'm ready. Yeah, this is one shining moment today because, as I said, I was gallivanting, so I was just kind of getting like <laughs> messages through my phone. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, so I just text one. I was like, hey, you're going to just lead MLB, and I'll just, you know, put my thoughts in where they fall. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, so. First off, I just need to talk about how Aaron Judge is on a godly pace right now. And as much as I want him to, and like I'm hoping that he will reach the the Barry Bonds record, I don't think that will happen. But as long as he breaks the 62, I will be beyond happy. Right now, he's on pace for 66. So he would need a little bit more luck in order to top 72 even break into the 70s but i mean the dude was on an unreal pace last two weeks he hit nine home runs in nine days he hit like three in 24 hours it was unreal um other than that i've just been salivating over my aaron judge mvp ticket that i put in april it was plus 1,800 odds back then. We're now at, like, minus 140, so I'm looking real good for that. And, uh, yeah, that's my Aaron Judge moment right there. But uh, the deadline, dude. Maybe I mean, if his average was above 300, he would hit more home runs. Oh, my God. The dude hits, like, 285. <laughs> like, I don't know. Devers hits, like, 350, dude. Oh, shut up. Um, yeah, and they won't pay him, so it's like uh, – 
fucking John Henry bane of my existence. <laughs> Which gets me to the trade deadline and paying people the Nats did not want to pay Juan Soto or at least the money Juan Soto wants. So him going to the Padres has got to be the biggest deadline move that I've ever seen. And the biggest, not even deadline move, the biggest trade of a star talent that is this young. Like, that'd be like the Angels trading Mike Trout at 23 years old. Yeah, and that's, that's, that'd be tough. The Padres are going to run baseball for the next four years, dude. See, but this is, again, where I think maybe I I still just because probably when I was watching the most baseball was like those, I guess it's not mid to, well, I guess, yeah, basically 2000 to whatever, you know, 2013 or whatever, 13, yeah. where I look at the, his stats and it's like, everyone's like, this guy is going to be a hall of famer for sure. Put him in the hall already. He's got 21 home runs and bats under 250. So I don't understand how baseball works anymore. I don't think. Well, that's that's just this year. I mean, he yeah. Has... I mean, granted, he's 23. So yeah, obviously, right. obviously, it doesn't matter if when he's 27, he's got fuck. He's got like 60, 60 home, home runs, runs and, and he's hitting 300. Three, yeah. yeah, and he's I don't know what is he. He's an outfield. Is he good? In the he's field? an outfielder. Yeah. Is he good in the field? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His war, I think, was like nine or something yeah. like that. Okay. I, so I don't remember nine. exactly. But um, <clears throat> just yeah. the Padres in general, now that they have him, they have him, Tatis, and Manny Machado, who Manny Machado is leading the NL MVP race right now. Mm -hmm. And they have them locked up at least Tatis and Manny Machado for like the next eight years. And Juan Soto has this year and two more or three more years left on his contract. So you have a core right there of literally you have your hot corner covered, you have your shortstop covered and now a stud outfielder. The, yeah. The only thing there that I saw is that, Obviously, they're young. well. Manny Machado's in his prime, like right now. He's in his Tat prime right now. Yeah, but like Tatis and Soto, probably to reach their peak will be a few years down the road. So, can they elevate their game while Machado's in his prime? Because when it comes to be four or five years down the road, you now have what a billion and a half invested oh, in three players. So that's the thing is like once Soto's contract is up, I don't know how they're gonna pay. I don't, I don't know how that's going to happen. So you have to get it in the next three years. You have to. It oh, he's to signed done. now? I thought he had to get extended after this year. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's he still has – they different. still have control of him to, I think, 2026, but it might be 2025. Okay, so then, yeah, so then never mind. Then that's – I mean, you still – you know me, dude. Banners fly forever. So Right. <laughs> so odds are they're not going to be able to pay him. But right. it, you just gave yourself a three-year window where if you can get enough, which obviously I'm assuming this is a move that they're basically fighting against the Dodgers every year. So yep. they're just trying to put themselves over the hump. Right. Which that, that 
is crazy to me that it's like every time I go on the app to put a bet in, I feel like the Padre or sorry, the Dodgers are either playing the Padres or the Giants. They don't play like anybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. still and they still win a hundred games. I'm like, dude, that's actually crazy because the Giants are very good. I know they're not as like they don't have yeah, last they, year. I mean, they were on an ungodly yeah. run last year, but this year they're still good. Like, oh yeah, that's what I mean. They're good. And and then obviously the Padres now, especially with Juan Soto, they're that's what they're trying to do. They they're they're fighting against the Dodgers, which sucks yep. because when you are in your championship window, you want to be thinking like, this is it. Now we're over the top. It's like now they're just trying to see are we okay now are we better than the Dodgers? Right. Yeah, because I mean, right now the Dodgers have a twelve game, twelve and a half game lead over the Padres. So the Padres are literally just going to fight for. Well, they probably are going to get it no matter what. Now get that wild card spot, and then just you know let the chips fall how they may, and hopefully they don't have to play the Dodgers until the NLCS. But yeah. I did. Uh, once that happened, I did make a friendly little wager with uh, our friend Brad that mm. the Padres will make the World Series this year. So I'm going all in on them. Would, now, what? <laughs> what is the parameters of that? So the wager? thing is with because that's like Padres versus the field. That's an awful bet if you're going. Well, the thing getting, is with me and odds. Brad here, we make some. You know, we're we're not a bookie. We just <laughs> bet straight up. This all stems back from 2016, where I at the beginning of the season I said that the Cubs would win the World Series, and I put a hundred bucks in between me and Brad that the Cubs would win the World Series, and they did. I took the Cubs versus the field. Should have done it through a book because it probably was like fucking yeah plus gonna, twenty thousand odds. I was gonna say <laughs> I want to let you know that you missed out on like ten G's to bet with everybody. <laughs> yeah, so we've gone back and forth throughout throughout the years on just making little little hundred fifty dollar bets back and forth and you know we give each other the benefit of the doubt and we'll just give each other even odds um i am up on him so you know i was like if i lose 50 bucks it is what it is yeah i yeah because didn't you guys do one too last year in fantasy right yeah the winner of fantasy shout out to me commissioner of the fantasy league uh, there was some gambling going on between my players <laughs> and guess what? They bet on themselves. That's so there right. Was, there was no suspensions handed down. No sus- there was no, there was no eight game parlays for $200 that left you in the doghouse. <laughs> None of that. Not in my league. Not this. That's right. That's all right. I'm saying. It, you I'm, know, I'm just some saying- may say it's the best run, best run league in America. Some may I, say that. Not, I, not I, me, but some say I, that. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying if I, I can't do any worse than Roger Goodell, <laughs> which we will get into after the MLB. Yeah, we'll get into that later. But uh, so I'm all in on the, the Padres now. I think they can definitely get over the hump. We'll see. But one thing that did come out of that that will lead me to the Red Sox here is Eric Hosmer <laughs> was supposed to be traded to the Nationals and part of that Soto deal. But he had a no trade clause and basically said, fuck you. I'm going to Washington, D.C. to play in that shithole. 
to play. So he had, not even shithole. He's playing with literally. I don't know if you saw the lineups. It's a, like double A. Like the Portland Sea Dogs are now the Washington National starters. Yeah. So he ended up going to the Red Sox for basically free. Like the that was a no brainer for the Red Sox because I don't even know how much money. I think it's just ca- uh, cash considerations that they're sending, but. The Padres are paying like 90% of his contract. We got money. We got money. You got money? Yeah. (laughs) They took on his contract. I I don't know if we sent like, because I thought that same thing. I'm I'm pretty sure unless I'm messing this up, because I originally thought what you thought that we were just giving them money. They were going to pay for the contract. And then we got Hosmer. And then we sent back, I don't know, just some like random prospect or something. Yeah. But I think it was literally we sent them future considerations. So, again, some random prospect. They took on most of his contract, and they gave us $44 million. Jeez. Jeez. The the Padres are just slinging money around. Oh, my. With reckless abandon. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know who their owner is, but he's got deep pocket. Maybe the the, – the what is it the saudi blah 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 oh yeah the, <laughs> that's they they secretly own the padres and they're just yeah. slinging money around um but so that brings me to the red sox i don't know what they're doing like i don't they trade away their starting catcher to the astros who are a contender so yeah. i don't understand that you are literally giving your enemy ammo and then you trade for a washed up Tommy Pham, who I mean, yeah, Tommy Pham is a utility guy. He's not bad, but he's not going to win you games where you already haven't had somebody. And then what I saw last night is they released JBJ. So I don't know what they're doing. Gotta I have the, no gotta idea. Got to get Duran out there to have balls fly over his head. Yeah, so he can lose the ball in the air and, you know, let up a walking uh, grand slam in the park, you know? I, I, I said to Juan, I go, seems like the Red Sox are going with the old, uh, the old fantasy football strategy where it's like you don't really, you, you know, you haven't really watched the league in a couple of years. You get into a league with some people in your office and you're just like, oh, uh, Adrian Peterson. I know that guy. I'll take him in the first round. <laughs> yeah, It's like, yeah, dude, he's got like 200 yards last year. Yeah. Uh, like the Tommy fam and Eric Hosmer. It's like, yeah, those guys were good. Like five years ago. Right. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I think they still got better. I get, I mean, I don't know. It, I don't know. It's just it doesn't really matter, dude. I, I don't know. Their lineup's not really their issue. Their pitching is terrible. Their pitching uh, is, awful. is awful. So it just at this point, just try and limp in. I think that's maybe... I don't think they're gonna make it though. I think they should have just sold. Like But what do you sell? Who do you sell? JD. JD. Oh yeah, okay. I wouldn't have hated that. But I'm saying other than that, I don't want them to trade away Bogarts. I obviously don't want them to right. trade away Devers. So no, and then you, if they those, let Devers go, that will be like they should just lose all their fans because they don't know what they're doing anymore. It'll be just be Mookie Betts 2.0. Yeah. Um, it put worse because he's younger. The only justification for yeah, definitely. And then the only justification for Bogarts is we I wouldn't like to I would rather do it. I would rather just have him finish out his career and then we bring this guy up. But like, I can see the justification where we drafted that uh, guy 
I forget his name, Manuel something or other, but when um, he was basically got drafted and was like immediately a top five prospect in the league and he plays shortstop. So that's the other thing is like the best prospect in the Red Sox farm system is a first baseman who they should have just, I mean, yeah, they got Eric Hosmer for free basically, but like, what are you going to bring up your prospect and let him get time in at the end of the season? Like let him see some major league pitching, give him some time. That's what I'm saying is they obviously just think they still have a chance to get back in it, which I don't know. I mean, technically they do like they're only, no, like they do. They're only four games. games. Yeah. They're four games out of the wild. Card okay. Right now. Yeah. Like if they get hot at the right time, like for a while there, it didn't look like they had a shot and then they got hot and then they were in it and um, in second place. And then they kind yeah. of fell off again. So they're just an up and down team, but. So we'll see, I guess, if they can maybe pull it off. I don't know. If, I guess that was the thinking. Uh, I, I don't really know. I mean, but in it, baseball is one of those, I would say, baseball and football are probably the most uh, sport where it's like, just get in. Maybe baseball, yeah. maybe even the most, because probably the most, it yeah. comes down to pitching and, and things like that, where now you cut down your rotation and you know the bats get hot at the right time i would say it's probably one of the most like you can at least get to the the championship series you know what i mean right yeah if you just get in so uh, i don't know whatever obviously for the purposes of our bet i want them to at least try and make it and somehow make it to the world (laughs) series (laughs) somehow limp their way through the playoffs of the world series but I don't foresee that happening. So, yeah, it was kind of questionable stuff. But the worst thing was I love Christian Vasquez. Like, he holds a special place in my heart, just like anyone on that 2018 team does. Yeah. And to just see him go out like that, dude, it honestly hurt me. Like, I had, like, yeah. I felt sick to my stomach. He, and if you didn't see the clip, it's also ridiculous. Just another classic, like, f- read the room. Right, He's at I know. Batting, batting practice and like immediate cameras in his face. Like, what do you think about being traded to the team that's right over in the dugout next door? Yeah, like, which is crazy to me too that they do that. It's like the other, <laughs> the only crazier thing I I found out about is when I started getting into F one and I realized that they sign the drivers for the next year like mid season. So like, really, yeah, oh yeah. So literally, so you can be racing for such and such team and find out midway through the year. Oh yeah. By the way, at the end of the season, you're gone. Your buddy that you've been racing against is taking your spot. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, so it's similar to that feeling where it's like, oh yeah, not. And then the, the fact that it was the Astros and they were playing the Astros. So he playing the Astros. Yeah. He literally had to go, you know, across across enemy lines and then there's another video that came out of him the next day his first day in the uniform I don't know if he played or not and the Red Sox are out of batting practice and he like goes out there and he's like hanging out with the boys oh no way batting practice yeah and then um some reports came out too that he already has basically told whoever Cora whoever because I think his contract's up at the end of the year yeah yeah that he's like I I want back in right. immediately. Yeah, which so, honestly is best case scenario for the Red Sox. Yeah. Because that's like the, again, the 2016, 
when the Cubs traded for uh, like and a roll to Chapman. They got a roll to Chapman, and then the Yankees got a haul of prospects. And then at the end of the year, he won his World Series, came back to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Yankees, a win-win for everybody. The Yankees did employ Araldus Chapman, known bad person. <laughs> Thanks for reminding yeah. everyone of that. I appreciate that one. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much all I got on the Red Sox. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully they can get hot, make it in the playoffs, and make some sort of run. They, it, Their lineup can hit. It's just their lineup just, can hit is the pitching cannot hold anybody to under fucking five runs. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Um, right. What else uh, we got? So I'll go to let's go to Seattle next because they uh, they made a big splash before everybody else in getting um, Luis Luis Castillo, the pitcher from the Reds, who is just absolutely lights out. And just like exactly what they needed. They needed pitching. They already have electric hitting with Julio Rodriguez and they have a young core of talent that is kind of carrying them to right now. They're the second wild card by a half a game over Tampa Bay. So they're looking like they can make it in. And once you're in, like you're saying, it's anybody's game. So, I think that trade is huge for them. I think that's a big winner of the deadline. And then I think the other winner would be the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees getting Benintendi from the Royals. Then they went and got Frankie Montez from the A's, a pitcher who is proving himself. He is exactly what we need for a playoff rotation. And we got some back-end support getting Scott Efros and – Lou Trevino to the bullpen because <laughs> unlike 2016, a Chapman has not been good. Like he does, he comes into the sixth inning now because he's on a, he's coming back from rehab. Uh, I don't even know what was wrong with him, something with his arm, but I feel like every time he comes in, it's either a one run or a tie game and he somehow loads the bases up and barely gets out of the inning with a run or two against him. But it's like, just stop, stop, please. I don't want to see him anymore. I Can we please not do this? Uh, like, yeah, you can only throw not, heat for so long. That's what I was going to say is his biggest thing was he always threw gas, and I cannot imagine that he's throwing gas like he used to. Like, there's no way he's throwing 103 still. No shot. When I saw him in July, he threw 101 like twice. But, I mean – that's all he has is gas and he it's not hitting a hundred consistently anymore. It's like 98, 99. And don't get me wrong. That's fucking fast. And I could not imagine hitting that, but when you're expecting it, you're just sitting fastball every time. And he, he can't even hit strikes anymore. But the thing is too, is now the league's kind of gone that way where it ticks up uh, a mile per hour every year it feels like yeah, almost feels where like they're it, catching yeah. up to it that's what his but his thing before was that now there's pitchers that sure they're gonna throw 101 here and there but he used to literally throw between what 100 and 104 like yeah. every pitch yeah like he if he was throwing 99 that was his change that up. was change up yeah <laughs> and yeah. yeah he just doesn't 
he yeah he can't have it anymore and yeah like you said he doesn't hit the strike zone and he stinks and you know you hate to see that one you hate to see that i for one i for one think they should keep trotting him out there (laughs) <laughs> let him start. I think they should. Oh let him yeah. Start. Oh my god, dude, his arm would be done by the third inning. <laughs> he did. He did start when he, he, yeah, first he came, came up as league. a starter. Yeah, yeah, for the Reds, right? Yep. That's just so funny too. Like that guy's arm was about to fly into the stands if he kept doing that. But it was the same kind of thing where you can only just throw gas so many right. times. Where I don't even think when he was coming up, I think he would really only pitch like four or five innings, and that was back when. You were supposed to go six or seven. Six if you or were seven, a starter. right? Yeah, exactly. So I think the Yankees did pretty well there. They did make one trade that I don't really understand, and they got rid of Jordan Montgomery in return for Harrison Batter, who Harrison Batter has been hurt all year, and he has like uh, what's uh, some foot problem. I don't remember exactly what it is, um, but so I don't really understand that and. I liked Jordan Montgomery. He was consistent. He wasn't always throwing his best stuff, but he was consistently like putting us in a position where we can win. And I think there was some issues in the locker room. Maybe that's why he, they got rid of him. But other than that, I think the Yankees got even better than they were before. So I think it's really theirs to lose. And if, they lose to the Astros in the playoffs. I'm going to be on sus watch. So watch out for that. I'm going to laugh so hard. I'm going to be the biggest Astros fan. <laughs> I'm getting, a, getting my Christian Vasquez Astros jersey sent in the mail for that series. Oh, and honestly, the best trade was getting rid of Joey Gallo. They finally got rid of him. They traded he, him. Someone they traded him. him. Yeah, dude, the Dodgers took him. What, they hold a gun to their head? <laughs> I don't know, dude. The Dodgers took a chance because, I mean, don't get me wrong. Joey Gallo cannot hit a ball to save his life. But right now, he's just as bad as Cody Bellinger in terms of strikeout rate. So the Dodgers are willing to take that chance. I don't think, I don't think Gallo can play in a big market like LA or New York or even Boston. Like he did well in Texas because no one gives a fuck. Like go, go to Oakland, go, go somewhere where like Pittsburgh, where no one really cares what you're doing. You can just go do your thing and actually like focus on what you're doing and not what the press is saying you're doing. Yeah. That's usually a good reset. I, LA will still be less because it'll be less. Yeah. Cause it's not as people big. in California just don't care as much about sports. Right. So I don't know, maybe it'll work out, but yeah, like you're saying, it's probably, probably would have been best for him to go to somewhere lower key where you can kind of find your game again and get back to it. Cause he's not that old, right? No, he's in his twenties. Yeah. And he was like really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was hitting like 30 dingers before the Yankees got him. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I think they should have kept him. The yeah. Uh, yeah, the other thing that sucked was that Benintendi trade, just watching him come up. Like when oh, I was working I at the Sea Dogs, he was there. You know, he told me I had nice flow once on the field. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, he was uh, 
Then he butt cheeks, dude. It was the first game he was there, so we're kind of all lined up by the field because everybody wants to like see who this this big deal is. Yeah. And he's coming in from the outfield after I don't know they were like doing cool downs or something, and I had long hair like I had have now. It's probably a little bit shorter. Probably looked like when him in the when he had the flow in the in the oh uh, yeah the Red Sox. Yep. So he's like trotting by. And turns to the guy next to him and he just goes, look at that guy. He's got a great flow. And I just, I overheard him and I was like, swooning. (laughs) Nice. And then uh, later in the, whatever was happening, he was over in the dugout and I happened to be by the dugout. We were never really like around the players that much. And I just kind of caught eyes with him and I go, I heard you like my hair. And he just like <laughs> laughed and nodded. He goes, yeah, it's pretty good. That's and, awesome. Yeah. So I said, you know, there was a couple other times I just said hi to him or whatever. Again, they at there, they do. It was kind of way. It was funny working for the Mariners where it's like those guys, you just, you mingle with them so much. I mean, granted I was in a different position, but I feel like even the uh, front office staff at the Sea Dogs don't really mingle with players that much, but in hockey, it's more of a, a kind of, do whatever and you work more with the players and things like that but it's i think it has something to do with in the minors in hockey we can you know we ask players to do videos and things like that and they can say no but it's kind of one of those things like help us help you yeah people in the building and stuff like that whereas those guys like ben and and yon mancata was there when i was there too they are red Sox. uh whatever you want they're under contract with the red sox so they don't have to do anything and i think it's also in like the written rules like don't ask them for anything oh really yeah like don't ask them to do video like if they came up to us and we're like hey i want to do a video sure we can do a video but don't ask them to do a video they don't have to do anything that you ask them to do uh obviously you use the their pictures on the on the things like that and then yeah, I had a couple weird interactions at the Red Sox. Like the other one was Yon Mancato's there. And this is back when I had the King Ranch. I had an old 2001 uh, King Ranch Hell yeah. truck that I used to whip around in. So fucking dog. We, <laughs> it's got that dog in it. <laughs> uh, we used to have to park at this parking lot. Uh, and it was just like where everybody parked. And I guess the players parked there too, which I didn't know about. There's no real like player parking, but they would get there so early in the day that I guess nobody ever crossed paths with them. So I pull up to, I see Yon Mankata's car. He had a BMW, like a SUV BMW, but he had it all custom made. So all where the BMW was, he took those all out and he put his logo, the YM. Oh, no way. And it was, yeah, it was a pretty sick car. If I can find the picture, I'll, I'll post it. And so I pulled up next to it and, you know, just making a joke like, oh, got the two best cars in the parking lot or something next to each other. (laughs) So then I must have stayed late or something. I have no idea how this ended up happening. It was just by chance. I'm walking back to my truck and then right as I'm walking out to my truck, just there's Yon Mankata just pulling up next to me, walking right next to me. And he can't guy can't speak a lick of English. No. At that point, he probably can't now. I don't know. Maybe he can't still. And 
he opens up the car door. I open up and I'm walking by. I go, Hey, you want to switch? And I just point at my truck. So I think he got like the gist of what I was saying. And he just starts laughing and he goes, and he goes, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and he just hops in and wheels off. It was fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And then the last one I got, I, sorry, I'm rambling here a little bit, but I figured I'd just tell these all at once. The last one I got is we used to do this thing called the, uh, main event, which was, we had to dress up as like in these terrible mascot costumes that one was a blueberry. One was a tree. One was, uh, I don't even know. I can't remember the other Fucking two. Lobster. A lobster. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> lobster. And then the other one was uh, something else. I can't remember what it was. But anyways, so we we put on these dumb outfits and we're waiting. We we wait where the uh, pitchers come out. So out by the, you know, and basically if you've never been to uh, where the Sea Dogs play, the names is Hadlock Field. Hadlock. It yeah. is a, it's essentially just a miniature Fenway. It's built yeah. the same exact way. So, so just picture under the bullpen over there. That's where we are. So we're we're looking up through trying to see, cause we just have to look through the holes in the, in the wall to see like what's going on in the game. When is the inning end for us to come out? And so we start talking to this guy and we're cracking jokes, whatever. Uh, you know, he's, you know, he made a jab at my, my, uh, costume. I, I made a jab about something else and we're, we're talking back and forth a little bit about the game and he goes, all right, good luck out there, man. Like, uh, you know, good work or whatever. He walks up and uh, this guy, Muzzy, who was a full-time employee there, he walks up and he goes, oh, you chopping it up with him? And I was like, yeah, he was just standing there. We we're talking a little bit. He goes, you know who that is? I go, I, no, I didn't. I mean, it's dark down there. I didn't really see him. He goes, that was uh, Keith Folk. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I was just unknowingly talking to Keith Folk, and uh, Keith Folk just didn't, you know, he, he didn't look like he did back in the day. He was, yeah. you know, he wasn't exactly in, in pro shape at the time. So I just, I, he had a little bit different beard, and I just didn't recognize him under yeah. underneath my blueberry costume. But <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was kind of a cool thing. That is pretty cool. But anyways, enough about minor league baseball. Let's get back to the pros. What else you got? <laughs> um, so, I mean, other than that, I think the Astros were pretty big winners, sadly. I uh, don't like to say it, but they did – they did add enough pieces to, I think, where they can definitely be more successful in getting. Now they have uh, Vasquez, like you were saying, and they got Trey Mancini from the Orioles, who oh. is a very good pickup for their outfield. Um, I think that's I, good for our boy. It is good for our boy, yes, because now he will have hopefully more time in the outfield. Yeah. Uh, shout out Ryan McKenna, but um, Berwick legend, Berwick fucking legend. I had, a tri- I had a triple off him one time. Not a big deal. I got struck out, but, you know, we hey, you know, I tried. It happens. He was just better. You know, he's an MLB player. Well, what, what, hey, what are you going to do? do? Yeah, what are you he gonna was do? an MLB player or is an MLB player. It happens. currently currently <laughs> MLB. So 
but yeah, and so and they all get they also got uh, Will Smith, so that's a nice reliever for them in the bullpen. But it's the Astros, so fuck them. They're probably cheating. <laughs> you ain't cheating. You ain't trying, buddy. <laughs> hey, guess what? Banner's still hanging. Oh yeah, it shouldn't be, but it is. It shouldn't be, but it is. Fucking L two has got a wire fucking on him. Wouldn't but... it be hilarious if that? I mean, I whatever. If you want to say that, you can go on that tirade if you want, saying that the Yankees should have won that one, but they won. The Astros won because they cheated. Wouldn't it be hilarious that the next year that the Yankees were like the heavy favorites to win, the Astros beat them again, and then the next. The next year it comes out that they cheated again. <laughs> I would want, I would be coming for fucking heads. Heads would be rolling. Uh, one would oh. be on a, be on a red eye to chain himself to the front of the Astros <laughs> stadium <laughs> with a sign that says Manfred, burn it down. Yeah, seriously. But, uh, oh, I mean, this isn't really a trade deadline, but it feels like it. Uh, the Mets got back. Uh, Jacob DeGrom from injury. So, I mean, that is a huge addition to their starting rotation, arguably the best pitcher oh, in the MLB right now. And they have one of the most electric fucking closers. I love, 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 love his walkout song. Dude. Oh, yeah. The dude. trumpets get me going, dude. Uh, it, it got me thinking on what were the, uh, the best walkout songs in the MLB. And I did a little research. The top five I could think of was his Edwin Diaz coming out to the trumpets. Monty on Rivera coming out to enter Sandman. Cause that is just the class electric Jonathan Papabon coming out, shipping out to Boston. That got yep. Boston yeah. going, dude. That was fire. <laughs> Loved that. Uh, Trevor Hoffman for the Padres used to come out to Hell's Bells. That's pretty dope. And then Ricky Vaughn, the wild thing. I was going to say Ricky Vaughn. You got to put Ricky Vaughn on there. Wow. Coming out to fucking wild thing. That was what I came up with. That one's electric. (laughs) Yeah. Anytime you can do the uh, where it matches, obviously in that case, where it matches up with the nickname or, I mean, Enter Sandman is is the perfect one because it's like I'm about to put you to sleep. Right. And yeah. not to mention he's the greatest closer of all time. So yeah, shipping up to Boston was it was it hit every time. Shout out to Jonathan Palpabon for embracing the the city there. The so. city, yeah. And I mean he he was great with Boston and then he left and went to Philly and it just wasn't the same. Yeah, if I was gonna be in the MLB, I would want to be a closer just so I could have a sick walkout right. song the yeah, walkout song out, get is three awesome. outs and leaves yes yeah <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> and and you like are super important yeah everybody knows your name either good or bad and yeah you get a dope song everybody you know, knows like the the top three pitchers in the rotation and the closer and, the and closer. nobody else in between yep yep uh so that's all you got for the mob all right, well, then real quick, what are, what are we sprinkling? Let's see here what we got for Oh, odds. so I did, uh, after the deadline, I did put a little sprinkle. Other than my, uh, my Brad bet with the Padres making the World Series, I sprinkled a Subway Series 
for the Yankees and the Mets to make the World Series. It was plus a thousand. So that would be awesome. It would be awesome. And it would it'd be amazing. What I was going to say about the Mets is the best part about the Mets being good, but also doing things like not making a move at the trade deadline or when they go on losing streaks is when I follow the Barcelona dynamic between like KFC, uh, Clem, who mm-hmm. I love, and yeah. then Frank the Tank, because they're just at odds. It's hilarious because yeah. whatever happens, Frank the Tank thinks the world is falling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the world is burning to the ground. No matter what happened, they could hit 10 home runs in a game and like throw a perfect game. And the next game would come up and they'd be like, so how are you feeling about the Mets, Frank? And he'd just be like, oh, they're going to lose. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's it. They used up all their home runs for the rest of the month in that last game. <laughs> and then you got Clem on the other side who was like being optimistic. Like, this is awesome. Like, the Mets are not good very often. I want to enjoy this. Right. And then Kevin's somewhere in the middle where he's optimistic, but also knows that in the end, his heart will be broken. So yeah. it's an interesting dynamic. And I think it would be good, especially if they go uh, play the Yankees. I mean, none of the. I don't know. I just think uh, it it would be so fun to watch in the World Series. Aaron Judge, Stanton, Rizzo going up against Scherzer, DeGrom, uh, mm -hmm. Diaz when it matters. Like these these matchups are going to be prime time. And the Mets are good, too. They have a good lineup and everything. Yeah, they got Lindor. um, uh, They got uh, Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo. Yep. And they have somebody else I can't think of. Fuck. But they're they're a up and down winning roster. Like yeah, they can legit. put up four to nine runs any any night. They're legit. They you would like to see as a fan of them. I do understand you would like to see them do something if they're you yeah. Know what I mean yeah, you always want to add more at the deadline when you can. But I think sometimes. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And this is a scenario where it ain't broke. Yeah. So I'm looking at odds right now. Padres are plus 1200. I might sprinkle that a little bit. Uh, Yankees are surprisingly not the favorites. Plus, no, it's the Dodgers, right? Yeah. So I might sprinkle them. And then I, you know, Mets are 600. I might, might as well sprinkle them a little bit too. Yeah. It definitely, uh, I think I'm not going to pick the Astros because fuck them, but it's going to be one of those three teams. Yeah. All right. That's enough uh, baseball talk. If, if you're all set. Uh, other than that, yeah, tonight I'm going to parlay the Mariners and the Yankees. Both are favorite. If you parlay them together right now, it is plus 146. So all right, I'm in. I'll ride. Yep. Mariners, Yankees. Let's Mariners, ride. Yankees. Let's ride. All right, a couple other stories here that we got to cover. Obviously, the other big one that happened, uh, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I don't I, – I mean, we've talked about this before. We knew this was going to yep. be exactly what happened, uh, and it did. So we got six games. 
I guess the league is appealing it to add more games, which I've never seen. That sounds like a classic. It came out that is six games. The internet lit on fire and Roger Goodell is going to pretend to do something and then be like, oh, no, we lost the appeal. Sorry. Well, the thing is here, this is the first time that the suspension has been handed down by an independent party. Yeah. God, Goodell didn't didn't make this suspension. Um, it was that Sue Robinson girl, or I don't remember her name, the judge, yeah. but uh, she made the decision based on what the NFL has done in the past. And the problem is there was 25, 30 accusations against Deshaun. He settled with all of them and only four of them actually testified against him. So mm-hmm. she could only go off of those four testimonies. And I think with the six games, I think she also took into account the fact that he did not play last year. So yes. it, if you look at it like that, it's a year and a half, whatever, or a year and six games, not a half. But I think the issue that the NFL has is, like you said, the internet got set on fire by this and so their knee-jerk reaction was well we need more to satisfy those needs and i think they want there's no there was no fine there was no monetary value that deshaun has to pay and of course the nfl is going to be greedy and they see that he just got this huge contract they are going to want some of it so yeah so one thing i'll i'll go jokingly before i get serious the most surprising thing is that one oj simpson did not have the worst take of all time on this yeah he essentially said well he he could have been a little bit firmer on the first part but what he essentially (laughs) was saying was that did stuff happen yeah yeah probably yep was there maybe some people in that uh in those accusations that came on just to try and get some money it's happened before yep regardless even if if it was one or 25 girls who had a a poor interaction with him it does not matter one is more than enough yeah for Deshaun Watson to go on the exemplus and never play football again. I'm sorry. I don't have any, if, if it's, if it's steroids, if it's, uh, I, I don't know. I, you'd have to go through the list. There's, there's certain things that do, I think you should never play the game again because you, whatever you robbed the bank, you smoked some weed, you gambled yeah. on, on a game. Uh, even if it was against yourself, like, do I think you should be banned forever? Do I think you can change? In most cases, yes. If you sexually assault a woman, I don't really care. That's you don't you don't yeah. get to do that because guess what? She never gets to go back to the way she was before that happened to her. She right. never gets that emotional uh, trauma trauma taken away from her, no matter what. Yeah. And you did that to her, and guess what? There's consequences to your actions. So you took away something near and dear to her which is her uh feeling of safety and yeah whatever else 
So guess what? What do you love? You love football. You lose that. You're done. So yeah. again, we're never going to know all the facts. It doesn't really matter how loud we, we yell because like you said, Deshaun Watson's a star player. He makes a lot of money. He brings a lot of money to the league. He's probably going to pull a franchise that would make a lot of money because they have passionate fans if they didn't stink so bad out from the from the crumble and they're going to be good. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. The NFL is going to NFL and this is what it is. And there's nothing me, you or anyone else can do about it because they're a private entity and they can do whatever yeah. they want. And you said it exactly right there with like the fact that they are a private entity, they, they can make the rules. Like that's just how it works in the world that we live in. And one thing that is fucked up about it is the fact that it was an independent judge that made this verdict based on past NFL verdicts. But now that the NFL is appealing it, the NFL appeals it to Roger Goodell, who then he can either make the decision himself on what the appeal is or give it to somebody else. And I believe he gave it to somebody else who yeah. is an attorney general for New Jersey or was an attorney general. Um, but because why? Because what he, they want to do, what they're going to end up doing is they're going to add maybe a game or two. But Roger Goodell can't do that. He has right. to pass the buck off on someone else. He has to so give it to it, a puppet. Yes. So that it looks like, okay, that like, oh, we would have got, so then now he can stay. Well, they decided to add a game or two. We, I would have gone a little bit harsher. If he comes right. out and just gives an extra game or two. Now he looks even worse than he yeah. already does. Yeah. So he it's becomes the dictator that he's trying to avoid. Yes. It's, it's all a game and it, it's ridiculous. And then it's just crazy. And then everyone comes out with the comparisons, which it, you get uh, with the, with the gambling and everything like that, which is ridiculous to like, it shouldn't oh, really be a part of the conversation. I see why you bring it up because you obviously want to, you know, free guys like Calvin Ridley on that end. But it, it goes back to what I just said. It is all about money. The NFL oh, yeah. has contracts with gambling uh, companies so they have to have a zero tolerance policy for yep. gambling of their players because it affects their wallet, whether it, it, it's a fucked up thing to say. And this is why we don't like the way the NFL is run. And everything I just said is that at the end of the day, this Deshaun Watson thing, the longer he's out of the game, the more it affects their pockets. And that's all they care about. They do yep. not care about the morals at the end of the day. Do you really think Roger Dell gives a flying fuck that Calvin Ridley placed a six leg parlay for yeah. $500? Absolutely not. No. And, no. <laughs> and the thing is with that, uh, with the whole gambling part of it, is that threatens their pockets more than anything because – NFL rigged is already a movement. Like, yeah, it is all people already believe that. And if you are going to now have stories get out that people are betting on the NFL, that play in the NFL, it is going to crumble. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I, I agree with all of you. I see out there saying that this is ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but unfortunately I, I do not foresee it changing because at the end of the day, all the NFL cares about is their bottom line. That's yep. all they care about. Yep. And they've shown that time and time again. 
I mean, it is, it is what it is. It's, it's every league does it. They're, they're, you know, they'd probably be better off if there was one like ruling fist and everything. But unfortunately you can yell at Roger Goodell all you want. All Roger Goodell does is what the, the 32 NFL owners tell him to do. Exactly. Exactly. So he is literally their scapegoat. If you want to get mad at Roger Goodell, you got to be mad at the other. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying every single owner said don't do anything about right. the Deshaun Watson thing. Um, Cause I think even, you know, my guy, uh, RKK came out and he made a statement against it. Hilarious. <laughs> given the context. Yeah, but, but you know, there's a but, difference between solicited and unsolicited. There's a difference between two adults coming to a financial uh, <laughs> agreement on some some sexual conduct in a massage parlor and a completely different thing to force yourself upon someone. Yeah. Uh, I think we can at least agree on that, especially nowadays where, you know, everyone is very pro, you know, sex work, which is a good thing. Um, so yeah, I kind of lost my point thinking about that. Oh yeah. But yes, there is a majority of owners that led to Roger Goodell, um, doing all of these things he's doing in the Deshaun Watson case, whether it be passing the buck, whether it be going to, uh, an outside judge or what have you, it's all calculated. It's all there's, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a big news flash to you, Juan. But guess what? There are billionaires out there that don't give a fuck yeah. about morals or other people or anything. And guess what? They're probably doing heinous shit that we'll no. never know about. Say because, it ain't so. Because you want to tell me that some of the NFL owners have never got a you know have never uh, been a little too upfront with a woman. I highly oh. get. I highly uh, disbelieve that. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw some of those owners on Epstein's list. So there you go. Anyways, so that's that's what I got on that. I don't know if, if we need much more than that, but that's the long and short of it. Is fuck to Sean Watson. He's a scumbag. Shit definitely went down. He can say it didn't till he's blue in the face. I don't really care. Um, yep. I'm gonna tend to you know, believe someone that is willing to take, like I said, uh, whatever, I won't even reiterate it, but I'm, I'm going to tend to, to believe someone that's going to throw themselves in the fire like that, that they felt uncomfortable, you yeah. know, uh, because now these, these, the, the first women and everything that the stuff they have to deal with now, like everybody knowing that happened, like people online are going to come after them. People are going to make jokes to them. Um, it's out there. It's out there. Yeah. So it, it affects their lives um, one way or another. Anyways, other M uh, NFL story. Uh, Kyler Murray needs a tutor. <laughs> but not anymore. They took it out. They took the tutor clause out. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, sure they did. Sure they did. Yeah. <laughs> they said it was uh, not perceived the way they intended. And it is causing more of a distraction than what they wanted. So they took it out of his contract. So if you didn't know, uh, the Cardinals, when they made his contract with Kyler Murray, told him that he has to study independently outside of what the team already does for film study for four hours a week. 
which is wildly low for a quarterback. Wildly low, dude. Wildly low. You should be doing four hours a day. A day. Yeah. <laughs> you think Tom Brady grinding four hours of film a week? Yeah. He's grinding 40 at least. Right. Oh, my God. But, yeah. And then, so, obviously, the internet took that and ran with it. And they, I saw a story that was digging deep into the trenches on the numbers and correlating Kyler Murray's stats versus when there's a double XP weekend on COD versus yes. when there's not a double XP weekend on COD. And granted, they're not like drastically different, but they are lower on double XP weekends. Yep. That's a that's one meme that I haven't seen, surprisingly, that if someone out there wants to make it and post it, I'll gladly repost you on the page. But just like the classic Kyler with the headset on playing video games, mom peeks her head in the room. Kyler, did you finish all your homework? <laughs> mom, just one more game. Yeah, dude. Oh, that is classic right there. Face Kyler, dude. He's too much. He's too uh, he's getting in the zone too much. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's sick on the sticks. What can he say? I mean, dude, just a uh, new update just dropped. He's got to grind those new guns, get the meta. <laughs> and it is funny, though, because it is known that the past two years, the Cardinals have been a very good first half team and then just fall right off a cliff coming into playoffs. And yeah, I think I'm, I think a new map came out later in the season last year. What comes out in like October, November? Oh, the new call new new yep. <laughs> Gotta get working on that TI, not that KD boy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, hilarious story. So funny. Uh let's see here. Oh, two more things. Uh Bobby Ryan. I just wanted to touch on this real quick. So Bobby Ryan uh has played in the NHL for a long time. He was a superstar at one point. Uh he struggled with alcohol and was went down. I don't know if he was completely out of the league or what, but he ended up coming back and he was playing pretty decently. The other day he got arrested in the airport. He had a, a relapse and was just belligerently drunk in the airport, got arrested. But that's not the point of why I'm saying this. The point of why I'm saying this is you should go to his Twitter and see what he posted um, and it just, it can kind of help you if you've ever known someone who struggled with, uh, drugs or alcohol, or you do yourself or what have you. Um, even if you're not, you know, whatever, just any, any type of thing that you've gone through where you've kind of lost, lost it and to just see how he went on Twitter and everybody was positive to him, which is something you never see on never Twitter. See that on I internet. was fully expecting to see in the comments you know, you're drunk, blah, 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 this and that, making jokes about the airport. But I'm reading through the comments and it's all positive affirmations. People saying, um, your story inspired me. You'll get back to it. I've relapsed. It happens, da, da, da. And it was just a nice, wholesome thing to see on the internet um, and him to just really put himself out there at his lowest moment and just kind of say like, look, I'm at, I'm at rock bottom. I'm, I'm uh, powerless to this. I need help. And thank you guys for being supportive to me. So it was just a really good, wholesome story that I wanted to share. That's nice. Yeah. We love, uh, we love some good mental health. Yeah. 
definitely definitely good mental health definitely oh yeah uh same thing we said last week too with patty the baddie same type shit right yeah uh last thing i had was (laughs) so i was in chicago and you know we're going to the to Lollapalooza, so uh, you know I'm having a couple two three beverages, and I'm getting a little getting a little hot gambling. So there's two stories that came out of this. One was I posted this this the other day. I bet on the women's England team to win oh, the game. Yeah. In every single sport that we bet on, football, basketball, hockey, baseball, mm-hmm. if the game goes into extra innings, OT, what have you, if you bet the money line, you win the game. I bet the money line, and then they tried to tell me because it went to extra time that it didn't count. So I yeah. sent several strongly worded emails to uh, this fine sports book that I was going to mention, but I won't now because they helped me <laughs> as I asked. Uh, and essentially what I said to them was because the other thing is too, is sorry. The other thing is too, that should be noted is that in the NHL, if you bet, there is a way to bet money line and it says excludes overtime, right? This did not say that it said woman's England national team money line. That's all it said. It did not say excludes uh, overtime or anything like that. And I'm not familiar with betting soccer. Sorry. So anyways, they said based on the rules, blah, 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 whatever. I said it was deceitful. And they said, well, sorry. And then I finally was like, I can't wait till other books open up in my state so I can kick you guys to the curb. I said, you know, I've, I've, I'm not going to say, but I said, I've made such and such amount of bets with you guys and you really get and all i was asking for was free bets back i was not asking for my money back i was not asking for my winnings i said give me free bets for the amount that i lost and what i'm probably gonna lose it again anyways right no harm no foul let me bet it on something else and i'll give it to you then exactly i did win though so fuck you guys uh um and then once I said, I basically said, I can't wait till I can close up my account with you. I stewed on that for about 30 minutes. I got so mad that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take it all out. So I took all my money out of my account. And then oh, all of a sudden I get an email back from said sports book. <laughs> sorry for the another person, a different person. Oh, it was a different person. Different person. Oh, sorry about that whole mishap. That is the rules. Just so you know. Uh, we gave you your your free bets, so uh, you know. Th- let me know if I can help you with anything else. I said thank you, appreciate that. When and and now we're on we're on okay terms. Yeah, and like I even so you were talking me through this whole thing while it was happening, and uh, I was going through other soccer bets, and I did see that it does say regular time, but I was diving deep to try and find anything that you could bet on that's like there's no way you can bet on ot there it, you just you can't do it and it's fucking dumb like, in soccer in soccer yeah yeah it, it's so dumb like what's the point of having a money line then yeah just don't just it's just, not a money line at that point it's just, literally 
it's just regular time bets. Win, That's draw, lose. Have. It's just yeah. win, draw, lose, which yeah. makes sense in like an EPL game, but in a game that has to end in a win, it right. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and like I'm a World Cup that. game or a Euro game or any playoff if style I, game. Yes, if I had bet on Liverpool to uh, win during the regular season EPL and they draw, obviously I'm not going to be pissed off about that, but right. it makes no sense that OT is not included. Unless, again, unless you note that, or like yeah. you said, you have a separate line that is W including extra time. Right. But th- there was not that. It was one yeah. line. It was yep. one line. Yep. So whatever. I won that battle. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you just got to bully him into submission. Yeah. So then the other thing was I was riding so hot that I was live betting after I got back from Lollapalooza. So like midnight or whatever. And I ended up live betting table tennis and let me tell you it was exhilarating (laughs) and i was winning too i was gonna say were you winning (laughs) oh dude uh, my strategy was this i find the games that are like there's a favorite like minus 185 or something or 190 and you're watching right and they get down a couple points and then they drop to like plus 100 plus 120 whatever hit them right then and then it's like, all right, even if they lose the first game, it's a five-game set, and they won every time. It was oh, great. wow. Hell yeah. That, then I tried to do it with tennis, and it didn't work so well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I got. Uh, any bets going into the weekend? Oh, bets going into the weekend. What's going on this weekend? There was something going on this weekend that I wanted to bet on. I can't remember what it was. Oh, EPL starts this weekend. EPL does start this weekend, yes. So I will be dipping the toes. So that'll have to be, I'll have to look more. Um, But I am going to dip the toe. Uh, F1 is on hiatus till the next month. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, they have like a summer break. So they take, I think, three weeks off. So I think their next race is first week of September. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, so I'm probably just going to dip the toe into some soccer because, I don't know, I'm just not good at baseball. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've i won a couple baseball bets this week that, honestly, I've been kind of tailing uh, Megan making money. She is an Astros fan, so I don't really like that. But she does have winners on her other picks. Yeah. So I've been kind of tailing that where I where I think I like it other than the Astro picks because she does pick a lot of those. But uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, I've. I've just been picking favorites and hoping they win. And that's my strategy. Yeah, same. I'll ride with you tonight that Mariners Yankees. Uh, Yeah, like I said, I'll I'll put together some soccer stuff. And then, yeah, I mean, dude, we're we're close. We're, we're close. Dude. We're right there. It, we I can almost fucking taste it. We're that close. It's it, it, the Damian Harris came out today. I saw Patriots posted. We're Damian oh. Harris days away. Thirty seven days. Jeez. Oh, we're close. Let's go. I'm so excited. The uh, they played that. What's that game? The the pro the hall. Oh, of the fame Hall of Fame game last night. Yeah, I think it got delayed like two hours. It did. Yeah. Yeah, I almost bet on it, but then I was like, I'm I shouldn't be betting on preseason games. This yeah, is dude, like... you gotta chill. You gotta chill. I know I get the juices. It's like yeah. the, the bait out there. They just throw the bait out there. Like, come yeah, on. come on, we know you want it. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was nope. the L. That was the L waiting to happen. Right, exactly. Yeah, with absolutely nobody you've ever heard of playing in the game. Yep. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just ready. I'm ready, and hopefully, you know, next uh, couple weeks we'll have a deep dive into the into the NFL season, and we'll get ready. Yes, sir. We will get ready. Uh, we got. We're gonna have to get fantasy going, and then uh, yeah, we'll do some some preview stuff and get into that, talk about some futures. But until then, appreciate you guys. Follow the Instagram at mainly making money. We're posting pics there. Uh, Repost this, like it, favorite it, subscribe, all the things that you're supposed to say as a podcaster. Do all those. (laughs) Do all those things. All right. Love you guys.